It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. And if it's the first time you join the show, by accent, français, French. I want to start the show before I get to you calls with this quote I found on Instagram about relationships. And I, I dig it, so I wanted to share it with you. It said, in a relationship, when communication starts to fade, everything else follows. And I agree with this, when the unspoken, when the anger, the silence is too big and it's taking too much space because we don't have a chance to talk to each other calmly about what we can improve, well, when the communication starts to fade, the relationship starts to fade also. So keep that in mind. And if you have any questions about how to communicate with your partner, call me, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Daphne. Uh, bo- bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Daphne. How can I help you tonight? Uh, it's a little awkward. I feel like my uh, my boyfriend and my and my mother are very flirty with each other. Mm. And I don't know what I should do about it. Sure. I mean... Um, Describe for me when you say very flirty. I mean, what are the signs or what are they saying to each other? What makes you feel that? Just, you know, a, a lot of laughing. I mean, touching arms, shoulders, uh, just sitting next to each other. They just, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I want them to get along, but it, you know that feeling you get when you're like, that doesn't feel yeah. awkward. I get that yeah. feeling. Okay. How long have you been dating this boy? been about five months mm-hmm. so they just kind of my, my mom and him just kind of have recently met and it's already you find electric between the two of them yeah <laughs> yeah i mean when i say electric like the, you know you know that energy of flirting that's why yeah. i said like yeah um is this the first time that happens between a boyfriend of yours and your mom i haven't noticed it before <laughs> Okay, so it's the first time. I mean, he okay. is a bit older than me, so I like, don't know if that's part of le- it. I, maybe. How, how old are you and how old is he? I'm 28 and he's uh, 40. And how old is your mother? My mom is uh, 65. I see. Yeah. So if you look into your intuition, you ask yourself, is this guy flirting with my mom what is the answer it feels that way (laughs) it feels that way now ask your intuition your gut feeling is my mom flirting with this man yeah it feels that way (laughs) yes okay so here's the advice if i were you i would really stop this relationship asap and find somebody who's appropriately 100% into you, into your energy, into your heart, to your soul, but certainly not flirting with your mother. Yeah, no, I know. I just okay. really like him. Yeah. So that's my advice. I want you to be strict and firm and protect your dignity and your soul on this one. Okay. All right. So best of luck to you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Talking about being direct, we got to go to my voicemail because somebody needs my help regarding a certain piece of information that she doesn't know if she should say or not say to her husband. Stay with me. That's going to be interesting.
if you listen to the rendezvous, you know, and you have a question, but you can't dial in right now, maybe you're at work, maybe you're driving and can't use your phone, whatever the reason is, but you have a question, just take your time and leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with your question so I can listen to it like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. This is Asia Ray, and I had a question for you about my relationship with my husband. I've have found myself sometimes during um, ooh-la-la, I think about other people, and I didn't think it was a problem at first, but I'm doing it a lot, and it started to really bother me, and I was wondering if you thought I should talk to my husband about this and tell him about it, just because the guilt is kind of getting to me, but I don't know if that would just cause more trouble. Anyway, I love your show and I'll be listening to hear your answer. Thank you so much. Interesting question, Ejuri. Should you or should you not tell your partner that while you have ooh-la-la, you're thinking about other people? I'm going to answer that next on The Rendezvous. Do you think that if you think about somebody else while you have ooh-la-la with your partner, do you think you should tell that partner that piece of information? Or... Just keep that fantasy or imagination for yourself and never tell your partner that you were thinking about other people while being romantic with them. And that's the question Edgerie just left me in that voicemail. So here's my answer. Never tell your husband ever that you're thinking about other men or other people while you have ooh-la-la with him. Because it's nobody's business. Have no guilt. Do what you want. We all have the right of imagination. Some people think about movie stars, some people think about, you know, athletes, some people. The beauty of it, if the ooh is good for both of you, it's your right, your privilege, your imagination belongs to you and should never be shared with your husband. Don't talk about it with him. Maybe a shrink if it's really a problem, but that's really your decision. But thank you for the voicemail. I appreciate the question. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a doubt about your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Valentina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Valentina. How can I help you this evening? Um, I've been with my boyfriend for on and off for about a year, and um, he cheated on me a few months ago. I broke up with him. We got back together, and then he slept with someone else again, <laughs> and um, <laughs> The problem is, is I can't get him out of my life. Like every time I, you know, I get mad at myself. I get mad at him. He keeps crawling back. I keep taking him back. I know I shouldn't, but I can't stop. It's like he's a drug. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's interesting you said it's like a drug. What is the high? So, you know, any drug or addiction has a high. What would you say is the high with him? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's because I can't keep him. <laughs> I think he's, he's so back and forth and, and, so when I do have him, I'm ecstatic, and then I feel good, and then he leaves, and I feel bad. So when you lose control, and he leaves you or cheats on you, it drives you bananas, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. And then it's like an abandonment. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the difficult question. Why do you think you are so attracted by somebody who doesn't love you doesn't want to be with you and only use you when he needs you. Um, I guess I don't see it that way. I guess I, I, mm. I didn't really see it as him treating Remem- me poorly. Yes, but 
maybe, and that's where therapists can help you, there is a side of you who enjoys also all the lows and not just the high. Mm. And to detox from a drug, you have to stop using it because you want to, not because I will tell you to stop, because you got to ask this question, why would I want to be with somebody who breaks my heart and make my life misery where I can be with somebody else? But maybe you don't know how yet. Maybe in your life things need to be clear out. It's like go clean the past to kiss the future. And that's where if you go see, to see a, a shrink, a good therapist, you can elaborate and then you know get rid of all the things that attracts you to somebody who treats you so poorly. Okay. But okay. I'm, I'm not saying you should do it right away because I don't think you can alone. And that's my message. When we can't do it alone, we go see a shrink. We get the help, we get a coach, we get, and then you'll understand why you can't get away for now from somebody who doesn't want to be with you. And I think once you understand why in your life, you'll be free. But it takes time and work, okay? Okay. I hope that helps you, and have a good night, Valentina. Bye, Simon. Thank you so much for your advice. I just received an interesting Twitter DM. Somebody's in a relationship and need my help with their mother. We'll get to that next. If you have a question for me, but you can't call me, you can always send me a question through a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio, and we'll get to it. Trisha, what's going on with Mara and her mom? Mara says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mara. I am in a new relationship, and I really love this guy. But my mom will not stop bringing up my ex-boyfriend. She will even bring him up mm. in front of my current boyfriend. How can I get her to stop? How can you get your mother to stop talking about your ex-boyfriend in front of your new boyfriend? Oh, I'm going to help you with this more, so stand by. That's coming up next. What would you do if you brought your new partner at home and your mom would never stop talking about your ex-boyfriend in front of your new boyfriend? How can you get your mom to stop with one word? Sabotage. Ask your mom, Mom, why would you want to sabotage my chance with this new boyfriend? And then if she goes, I'm not, honey, I'm just, you know, I liked your ex-boyfriend. I said, but you said to your mom, but mom, ask yourself, mom, why do I want to destroy my daughter's new relationship with that new man she likes? And then mom decide what's the right thing to do. If she continues to do so, just don't bring back your boyfriend to your mom, period. Your mom has to understand, among adults, we have to respect the privacy of everybody, including our kids. It's just, it's not polite, it's not nice, and your mom is passive-aggressive. Tell her. Your mom will always love you, so you can tell her the truth. It's passive-aggressive against me to talk about my ex in front of my new boyfriend. Don't do it again. I think that will work. Thank you so much for your DM, and you calls are next. You have a question for me about your relationship. Dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosanna. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? So, basically, I have a friend who, over time, I've started to develop feelings for, and we were hanging out, and we kind of expressed our mutual interest in each other, but then I told him that it's probably not a good idea since we're friends, and then he started dating someone else, but now my feelings have returned, and I've actually thought about it more and think it's a good idea now, but he's dating someone, so what do I do? Well, Rosanna, that's a dilemma, right? I mean, you had a chance. 
And then okay. you were not ready for that. Now he dates somebody else, and now you want him, right? Yeah. Right. Um, what changed your mind? I mean, why would you change your mind from no to yes? Why? I think I was afraid at first because we're, you know, close friends. We're in yes. a friend circle, and I thought all of our friends, it would be weird. But now it seems like all of my friends are on board with it. But now I feel like it's too late. Well, listen, it's never too late, but right now he's not available. So mm-hmm. um, he has not given you any signal, right? Is, is, he, is he reached out to you to kind of give you any hints or something that he was also still interested or nothing at all? Um, yeah, it does seem like that. He keeps asking to hang out and stuff, but I don't know if it's because we're friends or more. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then why don't you, um, next time you want to hang out alone with him, during the conversation, if you feel like it, if you if your intuition rings green, you know, you can always touch his shoulder, like very briefly, his forearm or his hair, any sign of flirtatious that he can get, right? Mm-hmm. Because us men, we understand those signs as I'm interested. When a woman usually starts touching your hair or your shoulder or your back a little second too much, too long, that's mm-hmm. it. We know we have a chance. <laughs> That's because women don't touch guys they don't want to go out with. It's not, you know, most people just don't, especially somebody's hair or somebody's like upper shoulder, you don't do that. So, you know, if you feel like it, if your intuition feels it's good and there's good chemistry and good vibe, go for it. Should I worry about breaking up his current relationship? That's not your problem. That's his. Mm, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you, you're single. He's not. He might say, hey, listen, what are you doing? And you, that's the risk you're taking. I'm, I'm taking. You say, oh, you know, I like you. That's all. And you guys haven't kissed or nothing, so touching somebody's shoulder, he'll get over it. And mm-hmm. most importantly, if you believe that there's a chance for love and true love, I really would like you to consider and go for it in a very smooth way. Okay. Will do. Thank you. All right. Well, then our best of luck to you and have a good night. You know, that leads to a key question. If you're attracted to somebody who's already in a relationship, should you go for it? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Say you're single and say you're attracted by someone who is already in a relationship, just like my last caller, Rosanna. Should you go for it or just wait this person to end their relationship with the other person organically and then take your chance only then? And I'm not talking about married people. I'm talking about just dating, obviously. But I told my last caller for that same question that If the person who is dating somebody else gives you a signal they're also interested in you and you believe in your heart and you believe in your intuition, in your soul, in the universe that you guys are meant to be together, make the move. Why? Because life is too short to wait. Now, some people say, oh my God, how can you say that? I say that because I believe we have one life and there's no need to be shy on how we feel. And it's the person in the relationship and not the single person who must decide yes or no. Remember, it doesn't apply to married people. And let me give you a personal example of that next on The Rendezvous. Now, say you're dating somebody and that somebody has a crush on one of their friends. And then the friend, you know, reach out to your partner and, you know, kind of make them understand that they are interested. Do you prefer that 
all this doesn't happen for months and years, even though they have feelings for each other, or really, when it's not meant to be, it's better to go away. And I don't want to waste your time or my time. And so I had a story like this years, years ago. A girlfriend of mine uh, was dating me, but she had a crush for one of my friends. I didn't know that. And then one day I realized that really we were wasting our time for nothing. Because she didn't love me, she loved him. And looking back, I wish she went with him earlier on. I would have found somebody else that would want to be with me. And she would have been happier earlier. So let's really do a favor to each other. If it's not meant to be... Let's free each other from guilt and from drama. And if you want to call me and discuss that or something else, 855-905-8255, call me. If you want to add to my library, my audio library of love stories yours, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Adrienne. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to The Rendezvous. So you have... A romantic story that you said you wanted to share with me tonight on the rendezvous. It's a way of keeping our love alive. Good. I want to hear. I want to hear this for sure. Okay. So my husband and I, uh, a way we like to keep a spark in our marriage is uh, through subscription clothing boxes. And I know that sounds very strange, mm-hmm. but this sort it sort of happened organically that we would be ordering like clothes, you know, these new boxes where you can try on clothes at home. And so it has now become uh, that we model for each other all the different things that come. And it surprisingly has become a really sexy thing in our marriage. Uh, So now we look forward to it and we'll either set aside a time, kind of like a date night thing, where we (laughs) model the clothes for each other and details like, tells each other what's really like hot about it and it's sort of become like a each season thing so we do uh-huh. these little fashion shows for each other and it's really really been an awesome <laughs> part that sort of spices up our marriage I, I listen that's that's pretty exotic tell me one outfit that you really liked he wore um he usually doesn't get very dressed up he's sort of like a t-shirt and jeans guy but he started getting like more suit jackets and more uh-huh. like button-up shirts and, um, yeah, we both started realizing that we really like that. So now he sort of dresses up for me a little bit more, and it's really sexy. <laughs> well, listen, every inspiration, every time I can hear another way to keep all of us excited when we're in a long-term relationship is a great gift to the show. So thank you so much, Adrienne, for sharing that romantic story. And, you know, I might do it myself one day. That Why, why <laughs> not? I think it's cool and creative, Okay. Thanks, Simon. Thank you, Adrienne, and have a good night. Thank you. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Have you listened to my podcast, La Confession, yet? I say that because um, we have more and more listeners, so thank you so much for reaching out to us and, and going to my website, therendezvousshow.com. Um, I also want to say that you know uh, my producers are working hard to get everybody in, and we got a lot of requests. But if you want to be part of that unique experience where you can share with me things that you've never shared maybe with anybody else because it's a no-judgment zone. And so we have time on my podcast, La Confession, to discuss anything and everything without ever judging each other. It's not about advice. It's about learning from each other from our mistakes. So don't hesitate. 
be part of this unique adventure called La Confession and reach out to my producers. You can also actually leave a message, 855-905-8255, or go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. Thank you very much for spending the evening with me on The Rendezvous, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.